This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you this week? Tom, still feeling terrified. We're still in the midst of Halloween month. Yeah, oh boy. And it's only going to get spookier from here on out. Yeah. It really is looking at some of the the topics we've got. I'm not going to give any of them away, but uh, things take a dark turn. I mean, they're already taking a dark turn this week, Tom. Well, they take an even darker turn, even darker than demons, if you can imagine it. Uh, Tim, I found out about a thing this week that uh, it's one. I'm curious what your take is because I don't know if this is like a like. I feel like this is a problem with all technology nowadays. I'm getting, uh, of course, very ahead of myself, but nothing, nothing, no new technology happens that you're like, whoa, that's really cool. Where you're also not like, oh boy, that's not good. That's probably not good for the long run. Yeah. Um, it, it, uh, I, I tend to agree. I didn't know that you felt this way though. I, I feel like you are always just like, put whatever cameras and microphones in my home. In my clothes. Yeah. No, I don't have any cameras or microphones in my home currently that are like on all the Tom, time. What are you talking into right now? <laughs> Well, yeah, this I have to keep on all the time because I never know when you're going to come over. And and when you come over, Tim, you're just like, all right, you don't even say a word. You just march up to the mic, you hit record, and you don't even hit record. Sorry, recording. Yeah, exactly. And then we just have to start. Mm-hmm. So that's the one. That's keep the, you on your toes, Tom. That's the exception that proves the rule. That's what keeps fresh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I never know when the show's going to happen. I mean, right now, for example, it's 3.32 in the morning. Mm. And you just showed up wide awake. You I sold got... that joke by looking at your watch. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> you. You came in, you're, you rustled me out of bed. To your credit, Tom, you're just jumping right in. Yeah. Well, so bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Uh, I've always got to be ready. I took some pet pills right before, some uh, uppers like they do for the uh, like the jet pilots. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, pilot like not like commercial airlines. No, no, they just uh, they just do street trucks. I think. <laughs> no, I've not. seen flight. I know how it goes. Uh, no, I'm talking about uh like uh air force like uh military pilots. Yeah, that's what uh you know because sometimes it's like you know the military can't be like oh well we don't want to get somebody hooked on amphetamines. Or it's like, well, what's the alternative? In the middle of war, somebody's going to be like, I need to uh, have nap time? Right. I don't think so. So they say, here, take two of these. And then they say, and if you get captured, take one of these. Cyanide pill in the tooth. Yeah, I understand, Tom. They give them a tooth, and they're like, keep this tooth on you all the time. Tim, the thing that I'm uh, confused about or, or, or having conflicted feelings about I feel like, I mean, I, I don't, I'm not a, I don't go to live sports that often. No, almost never, I'd say. No, I'd say like once a year I go to something, like a baseball game or a basketball game. High school game. lacrosse field <laughs> hockey games. <laughs> or or I, I've been to hockey matches. Like we live close to the Barclay Center where mm. the, the Nets and, uh, uh, whoever else the Islanders play. <laughs> like I said, a I wasn't going to help you out guy. there. I was going to, yeah. <laughs> it was like the Devils. No, that's New Jersey. 
Um, see, I know something about sports. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like this is a, a, a either this came about during the pandemic or it came about right beforehand. So I didn't I didn't catch wind of it. You know about this now that if you're on like the Jumbotron, there's an app where you can like find your clip. Oh, no. Called 15 Seconds of Fame. That's not, I mean. Well, but here's how it works, Tim. You download the app and, you know, when, they're, when they've got somebody on camera, they don't know who it is. So you have to like scan your face with the app. Like you do for uh, like face ID mm-hmm. and then the system's like, okay, cool. We'll use this just to see if you're in any of these videos. And then, you know, they match you and find it. So it's one of those situations where it's like, yeah, I mean, how else would you do it? I right. guess. Couldn't you just be like, I was at this game and in the third quarter I was on the Who are you going to talk to about that? The, to you just computer? look in the database. Yeah, you type it yeah, in. Look in a database. I'd be looking at a database. And I, and say you're at a baseball game. You don't necessarily know like, oh, it's the bottom of the seventh that this happened. Well, you could figure it out. How could you figure it out? By looking through the options. Oh, but then you but then you're opening up everybody else's privacy. Now you can look at all these other clips of people on the Jumbotron. That were broadcast on the <laughs> Jumbotron in a stadium to yeah. people. Well, I mean, they weren't like they weren't, like, they weren't you're going to the bathroom. To have some they were, they were waving to the camera. Everybody else in the stadium that, you know, what happens here? You know, they have that whole like you can't uh, like you know, give any recounts of the game, right? You know, they're like uh, any without so you without think permission. There's some kind of like uh, within the stadium, yeah. Uh, some uh, kind of uh, pact that everybody makes. Like nobody's gonna talk about what they see on the jumbotron tonight. Yeah, if we see something crazy, well, we're just gonna keep it to ourselves. You know what? They're worried. They can't do this because they're worried about people like you getting into the the. Kiss cam archives and perverts <laughs> like you would, uh, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, oh boy, I've yeah. got enough material here for the rest of my life, yeah, exactly. But, uh, the implications my, of that are <laughs> my thing, though, is I like the kiss cam videos where like people have to mouth that, like, no, this is my sister or whatever, right? I mean, that's what I like on the kiss cam. Okay, <laughs> just seeing two people very embarrassed and awkward about it. I don't it. like. Did they phase out the kiss cam? I feel like uh, the kiss cam can't um, survive. I don't think they phased it out. Climate. But I think probably they've maybe gotten better at like you know keeping an eye on people, see if they kiss before they put them on the kiss cam. <laughs> <laughs> they they hired an old guy just to just to look and be like, keep an eye on who's kissing in the stairs. Yeah, and you know, mark them down for us, scan them into the app, and then we'll know where to where where their seats are and everything. We'll know where to find them. So, what are people? What is this company going to do with your face scan that you are well, uncomfortable? I am. My thing is like, if they're gonna. So presumably, you know, with this thing, you've got to like sign up for an account. So you're giving them like your name and your email address and everything. And I'm just thinking now they've got like a 3D scan. I'm sure somewhere in that terms of service that it's like, oh, also we can use this to like scan all the security cameras Mm -hmm. and tell who you are. Be like, oh, this guy's like a big nacho hound. So like, let's get him to more games because he's buying nachos all the time. Stuff like that. Okay. So... Worst case scenario, I'm devil's advocate here. Worst uh-huh. case scenario, you're getting more nachos out of it. 
No, if anything, it's like this guy loves nachos. When he steps up to the, when he bellies up to the nacho stand, jack the price up. Uh, you know, they've got those digital uh, price boards. Yeah, dynamic pricing. Yeah, it's like this guy loves nachos. He'll pay anything. We've yeah. got the video footage and artificial intelligence to prove it. And this knucklehead gave it to us. He scanned, you know, he, he might as well have been saying, I love nachos, as he was scanning his, uh, his face in. You know what I realized for the first time, like, a week or two ago? Mm-hmm. When an app asks for your birth date, yeah. you don't have to give them your real birthday. What, you've been doing that all this time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm always just like, whatever, like, yeah. oh, yeah, 1901. January 1st, 1901. Yeah, that's when I was born. Right. And I've never had something go like, ah, you're too old to watch this. You're right. too old to watch this Red Band trailer. <laughs> I mean, if if you are 120 years old, yeah, um, the Red Band uh, director uh, Snyder cut trailer right, uh, could probably kill you. Th- this Deadpool trailer might just uh, shock you well, to death, old man. Like really old people aren't accustomed to the meta humor, mm-hmm. and when the characters start looking at the camera, yeah. oh, you can see me. He knows he's in a movie. Yeah, I knew the first time I saw that train driving towards the screen and I ran out of the theater, I knew. I knew this would happen. They can see us. So, yeah, uh, I don't think I would ever take advantage of that. Have you ever been on the Jumbotron, Tom? I don't think so, but I don't know. Maybe I should download this app and scan my face. Maybe I don't know. You're not watching the game when you're at the game. (laughs) You're looking, you're like, show people kissing. (laughs) (laughs) Show people, uh, like, encourage people to kiss. Yeah, well, usually I'm next to one of the cameramen. (laughs) They're like, hey, what about, and they're like, you know, filming a a line drive down the third baseline. Like, oh, you missed it. There's... Those people were were Frenching over there, and you were busy, you know, videotaping this baseball going by, you idiot. Why do you think people pay tickets to come here? I was on the Jumbotron one time shortly after 9-11 at Yankee Stadium. Was it one of our city's heroes? (laughs) No, but I think... A salute to the heroes of New York City. (laughs) It was me, a guy that, like, uh, yeah. Yeah, you were what, like, 19, 20... 21 probably, I, was, I was 19 uh, was drunk like drunk yeah, at a Yankees game I think I was like applauding Rudy Giuliani who was at the game <laughs> like they put him on the there he is gun. a young Rudy Giuliani fan it, well no it was when like it was like October yeah, 2001 when, when people thought he was good and uh they showed him on the jumbo truck he was at the baseball game for some reason and we're he like he's at the baseball games all the time he's doing he was such a great job and, going and going to Mets and Yankees games yeah and like they gave a standing over everybody gave a stand and I stood up and like uh-huh. and then I was like hey I'm on the Jumbotron and the one time I've been to hundreds of Yankees games yeah. in my life we've been on the Jumbotron one time uh, you know, saluting Rudy Giuliani. So that's something. Oh, hopefully those are in some archive somewhere and someday you'll get canceled for that. All right, Tim. Enough uh, talk about baseball games. Enough talk about the corporal world. Enough sports talk. Oh, sorry. Yeah, let's let's get into the real shit, how the world really works. There was just a scary sound. I don't want to do this episode anymore. <laughs> Forget it. We'll see you next week. Uh, demons, Tim. That's yeah. the the topic for this week. Can and I make a confession? 
uh, if you tell me you're a demon, I'm going to be so upset. No, I'm not really clear on what a demon oh, is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, first, I that's a good segue, Tim, because I would like to first talk about what we're not going to talk about. First, we're not here to talk about speed demons. Oh, speed demons. The speed demons. No yeah. way. Uh, second, we are not here to talk about personal demons. Now, what do you mean by that? You know, like, uh, 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 what do you call it? Like weight around somebody's neck. You know, somebody's got like a, uh, an addiction problem. That's oh, yeah. their demon. Okay. Or like, uh, depression can be a personal demon. Right. No, we're talking about real demons. Okay. <laughs> We're not talking about your fake problems. We're talking about demons, real demons. Um, Tim, there, there's, there's a couple of different. You asked, you said you don't really know what a demon is. Like I just always thought the demon, like a demon, was like the devil. Well, in a way, yes. So demons are a weird thing because, like, they're just monsters. Kind of. Well, like every religion and society and culture, for the most part, has like some idea about demons, evil spirits. Speed demons. Speed demons. No, demon. oh, no. Speed demons are personal demons. Uh, in the the Catholic Church, they, they believe that uh, demons are fallen angels. Okay. That's like the devil, too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, it's like, ah, they were good guys, but then... How does an angel fall? What do they do? Like, they get involved in, like, they fall in with the wrong crowd? (laughs) Gambling. They they get involved in offshore gambling (laughs) operations. Uh, No, just, like, they succumb to sin, I think. Right. That's, like, you know, they're... they're That's going to happen to an angel. Yeah. What, What... what? Uh, how yeah. am I gonna th- avoid this? Well, I think part of the thing is like angels are around a lot longer than us. I'm a perfect little angel. Too. You know that about <laughs> so, me? I, so I think yeah, you know, I I completely get if an angel's been around for like you know a few millennia, they're like, oh boy, I'm bored. I, uh, you know what I'd like to do? Maybe play uh, dice in an alley just for you know a change of pace, right? And then next thing you know, they're a full on demon. Right. Speed demon. A speed demon. A speed demon. Or other. No, not a speed. <laughs> God damn it, Tim. I told you we're not talking about speed demons. Um, so that's what the Catholic Church thinks. Uh, other other uh, religions and people think that they are um, deceased who have committed sins on earth. So kind of like. So a, everybody? Uh, everybody who hasn't Tom, been forgiven. Are you a sinner? No, Tim, I've never sinned in my life. Really? Um, ex- sure, maybe I lustfully watched a few kiss cam videos. <laughs> um, so, you know, basically like bad ghosts. Like somebody died and it's like, well, you're bad, but I guess not bad enough to go to hell. But again, it's like sometimes these people like don't. if you're like a stinker on earth, but not like a murderer. Yeah. Well, so... It's interesting because I'm. Um, I was reading that in the Middle Ages, Satan was seen as a laughingstock and a character that was more of an annoyance to God. Right? Wouldn't that be so cool if that were the case? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it sounds more like a like a, the Norse god Loki. It was right. like a trickster. Right. Like that's that. You sounds, only know about that from the Marvel movies. I know about from you Norse, know mythology, about Norse mythology. Norse mythology. Uh 
and that sounds like what Satan used to kind of be like. Uh, yeah. But but then like, uh, oh, this rascal, and like he always winds up getting like uh, uh, uh come jar up stuck on his head or something. Yeah. Well, it said he was he was play he was in like a lot of theatrical plays as a comedic fool who was uh, not only clumsy but also ugly. Yeah. So why did they have to make him he into was, this guy that like, like scared me as a kid and probably know. ruined a, a good part of my brain for a while? <laughs> right. When when in reality he was the Middle Ages Mr. Bean. <laughs> hey, don't say Mr. Bean's ugly, Tom. No, Mr. Bean's not ugly. Yeah, but you said in the um, Middle Ages. Uh, Rowan Atkinson's not ugly. Mr. Bean's ugly. Come on, Tim. Some of those faces he makes. Some of those faces he makes are... (laughs) They're not flattering. Yeah, I would say that. He's maybe not ugly, but it's not the most flattering looking man. Not the handsomest man. The way he carries himself. Right. Again, his actions. You know, I'm one of these people that... uh, I don't just look at physical beauty, Tim. I look at a person's actions. And to me, Mr. Bean's actions make him an ugly man. Deplorable (laughs) actions, yeah. (laughs) He's a selfish, spiteful, greedy little man. You know, uh, there's no two ways about it. I'm sick of people pretending otherwise. Save it for our uh, Halloween (laughs) month finale, Mr. Bean. (laughs) Um. So, do you know what a demon is afraid of? I was surprised about this. Hey, you can scare away a demon. Later in the episode, we'll be summoning a demon. So, I want you to be aware of... uh, We're going to do it here? We might, Tim. I'm going to go through the instructions. It's up to you whether you follow them or not. Into it. All right. Um, What, smoke? No, not smoke. Demons love smoke. Think about where they come from, hell. Yeah. Well, do they come from hell? Some of them do, yeah. See, I'm not clear, because it seems like some of them come from heaven. Well, originally, yeah. Where do they live is what I'm wondering. They'll say, uh, I'm from heaven by way of hell, (laughs) if you you ask them where they're from. That's cool. Well, I I grew up in heaven. Right. But uh, most recently, I- I, But I've recently moved to hell, and uh, I really like it. I like being a demon. Um. Yeah, smoke was a stupid answer. I'm sorry. <laughs> Although I feel like you never see, like any depictions of hell. It's never smoky. No, it's and you very would think clean, it'd be burning very... fires. I guess. Yeah. Propane. They're running a lot of stuff on propane <laughs> down there. Um. Probably not loud noises either, because hell's loud, right? Yeah, hell is loud. All that crackling of the fire. Yeah, like uh, chains and boulders falling and stuff. Like, screams, Whoa. screams of agony. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Light? No, the fire's light, too. Yeah. Well, you could have said, like, sunlight. Yeah, sun. I'm going to say sunlight, Tom. Uh, no, the answer is not sunlight. I'm sorry, my dog's trying to get under a blanket, Tim. And Your I dog has been it. pacing around this entire time, just walking over the equipment, well, walking up to me and just staring at me. Stop staring at me, Ginger. Well, Tim, I wish you hadn't brought that up because one of the other things about demons is that dogs and cats can see them oh, no. often. So maybe Ginger just kind of doesn't like the whole vibe going on right now. She's like, oh, tonight's the night they're finally going to do it. They're going to summon one of those little demons. They're not going to be able to see him. They, you know, they'll be fine, but I won't be able to sleep because there will be a little guy uh, following uh, the big guy around. Demons, they're probably afraid of God. Um, 
Not really, I think. I guess maybe. I'll tell you what the answer is, Tim. I'll tell you what they're afraid of. Sympathy. Hmm. Which then makes you think of the Rolling Stones song. Sympathy for a demon. No, sympathy for the devil. <laughs> well, Tom, you, you've not... Yeah, <laughs> your dog is going nuts right now. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't want demons coming in here. Um, You're not really doing a good job explaining what a demon is if it's not just the devil. The, the devil, devil is a demon, you're telling yeah, me? Yeah, but the devil's got henchmen. Okay. And so they work for the devil. Sometimes, and sometimes they are the devil. Sometimes they've got nothing to do with the devil. Like, what a demon is... Just like a little red guy? He can be red. He can be other colors. Sometimes they're just like shadow people. There's This isn't a good, succinct description of definition of what a demon yeah, is. Yeah, well, Tim, the demons don't want you to know exactly what they are yeah, because then wily, you might be I able to, to get them. So I read this book recently called, uh, I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> Oh, God damn it. Voracious reader, Tom Reynolds. <laughs> well, I, you know what, Tim? I like to look on the inside of books. I'm not just fixated on yeah, what the I just, cover When is. I read a book, when I say I've read a book, it just uh-huh. means I've read the cover several times. But it's got the title. It's got the author on it. Yeah, I've got the book. I, I, I looked it up real quick. Hold on. Uh, Passport to Magonia from Folklore to, to Flying Saucers. Tim... This is the kind of book you read. <laughs> yeah. I read a lot of books that I pick up at like new age shops nowadays. It's cool. Um, Tim, this book postulates that like aliens, demons, one in the same. Aliens are demons? Yeah. That like And demons are aliens? Yeah. That basically like there's an uh, and you know, some kind of entity, some kind of life form here on Earth that we don't understand. Maybe it doesn't even live in our dimension or it can pop in and out of our dimension. And it changes how it appears to us. And, so, and you know, like back in the day, it was like, I'm a little devil. I'm a little stinker. Right. But nowadays it's like, well... We we gotta we gotta make ourselves look like something that you know if if people go go on you know go to the news station or something they're like I saw a, the devil he came here people are gonna be like all right you need to get to church or you need to stay away from church <laughs> but like that's not there's no way that really happened but if they're like I saw an alien it came in my room and it abducted me. Now people are going to be like, oh, okay, well, tell me more. Really? Yeah. <laughs> people like you. People like me. I mean, if if somebody told you they saw an alien, would you believe them more than if they told you they saw a demon? No. Really? What if they saw the alien come out of a spaceship? I, I guess I would, because I, I do believe in... Uh, extraterrestrial life, right? Right, theoretically, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and I don't believe in a demon, d- despite what my fifth grade teacher told the entire class. What did what'd your fifth grade teacher tell the entire so, class? Well, I that I've, you were I've a little demon, no. you were a little devil. There was this, there was this kid with behavioral <laughs> I mean, we problems. Were, we went to a secular uh, <laughs> school; they shouldn't have been talking about demons. No, this was a thing, and the the teacher was 
between a rock Public and a hard school, place. That's here. what I mean. Yeah. To say, yeah. Um, there was a bad kid in mm. in the class. I think it's I've told this one. story before, but um, you know, he had like a lot of behavioral problems. Yeah. And he was like being good for a while or something, and yeah. like he mentioned. Like, oh, yeah, well, my dad told me that there's a little, uh, like, red demon that works for the devil mm-hmm. um, that, like, you know, watches yeah, he's uh, on people one shoulder. On, on Earth. No, like, oh. like, like, just, like, you'll see him in the bushes. You'll see him, oh, like, yeah, hiding yeah. behind a book on the bookshelf. Mm-hmm. And he's reporting back to the devil when you do bad stuff. So he could be like, okay, cool. <laughs> so the devil kind could be like, excellent. Kind of like an elf on the shelf uh, right. but, for, but for, for like, the devil. But for, like, scouting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then the devil will be like, okay, cool. This guy, this kid's the, done enough bad kid, things. And, like, well, he's he can be earmarked. an agent of Satan. Now. No, no, no. Like, he's going to go to hell and oh. suffer in hell. Right, so like a demon would be, and like this demon was like the devil's henchman. You would would think the devil would be like, ah, ah, this kid's been bad. He's gonna go to hell, and he's gonna love it. He's gonna have a great time in hell. Well, you would think the devil. He wasn't thinking that, Tom. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta, you gotta calm down. I think the devil would would be like, oh, that do-gooder. I'll make them go to hell and suffer. No, 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 because it's it's kind of like the devil can't broker getting a good guy into hell. Yeah, right. God will intervene and be like, no, he he's 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 coming upstairs, right? Yeah, but the, God doesn't care about little stinkers. No, exactly. So basically, the. the this kid was told mm-hmm. that these demons were watching him and reporting back to the devil that if he did anything bad, then the devil would bring him down to hell when he died. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, that's a, that's a good deterrent. <laughs> and he was telling us about this like during our free time in fifth grade, <laughs> and somebody got real spooked and asked the teacher, "Like, is this true? Like, yeah. this guy's dad is telling about that?" And the 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 teacher like didn't want to like this kid to start right. misbehaving again, yeah. so he was just like. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> and then when a teacher tells you that demons are watching you all the time to make sure that you're being good all the time, and you're eight years old, that kind of screws no, with you a little. Grade, bit. you're like ten, eleven, right? Yeah, yeah. And he was like, "What?" Uh, he was like, "Why? Why don't you guys should all go home and ask your parents?" And then yeah. I was like, oh, "Okay, that's." Uh, oh, I get it. Oh, yeah. that's that's what they tell us when things aren't real. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I didn't even bother asking. That's got to be by far the worst part of being a teacher, is like uh, dealing with situations like that. Yeah, where some bad kid had insane <laughs> things told to him by his parents. So he but, would, but it's making him act good, yeah. so it's like, well, maybe I should reinforce this. Yeah, But I'm sure some kids in that class like were freaked out for, for years because well, of it. Well, maybe they should have been freaked out for years, Tim. Maybe they're not wrong. Maybe there are little little demons watching us reporting back to the devil about it. Mm. That Same thing, too, with, with these aliens, Tim. There are the small grays and the tall grays. Okay. And, like, the small ones seem like they're kind of like the little minions. Everything comes back to aliens for but you, then Tim. But then the tall grays, they talk to either the Nordics, if you're lucky, or the reptilians, if you're very unlucky. <laughs> okay. Tim, demand for exorcisms is on the rise. Is it? Yeah, it is. 
There, there used to be. Uh, oh wait, like, demons are what possess you? Yeah, oh, sometimes. Okay. Yeah, I should have mentioned that. Demons are what possesses you sometimes. Right. Um, uh, the Catholic Church used to only employ one exorcist now for the they, whole world. Yeah. Now they employ ten. That's still low. I feel it's, like it's a tenfold increase in jobs. Yeah. Not too shabby. Mother Teresa was exercised. Really? At age 87. A demon got her? Well, I think they just wanted to play it safe. Yeah. She was like in the... (laughs) You want to be proactive with the... (laughs) Yeah, because that's a pretty good get. If a demon possesses Mother Teresa and then goes back to the the Satan, and he's like, hey, guess who I got today? Guess who I possess? She can get got. Yeah. Yeah. And and the devil's like, oh, who? Ozzy Osbourne? He's like, no. Somebody hard to get. Right. Mother Teresa. Um, Teresa, Teresa. Why, mm. why is it like that, huh? Mm. <laughs> uh, but anyway, she was like in the in the hospital for like, uh, yeah, she was 87. So like, you know, take your pick while she was in the hospital. <laughs> right. uh, but at some point she had insomnia. Uh, which, you know, sounds like, well, a 87-year-old woman in here for, like, heart trouble, like, who knows what's going on, but... Uh, <laughs> Maybe the doctors checked her out. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I think the doctors checked her out. I don't think the doctor said, oh, you know what might be happening? A demon might be yeah. inside her. Who but, knows what doctors they brought her to, though? That's true. But I think, like, the, you know, like, Vatican officials were like, oh, you know what? She's, like, real weak right now. It's so, like a demon might have gotten in there. We'll do, like, mm. a light exorcism. Right. Don't I don't think be they... afraid that freak somebody out, freak out an old lady by just well, being like the power of Christ compels you and like Oh, sprint. freak her out? Yeah. No, she'd probably be thrilled. Tim, she was uh super into religion. Yeah, but what if she was just like uh oh crap, like a demon's got like she's oh, the Christ. most <laughs> <laughs> This she'd be the most uh susceptible to getting freaked out by being uh Yeah, but she'd probably also be the first one. It's like that... if somebody told me like Tim a, a demon possessed you, I'd be like probably not. <laughs> But she would probably be like, oh. If somebody from the Vatican told you, then would you be like. Uh, Tom, this might surprise you. I don't, <laughs> I don't put too much. Uh... Well, but what if what if the Vatican, what if like a Vatican official showed up at your apartment tomorrow, knocked on your door, and they were like, we've been tracking a demon. He came here. He's inside you. Then I think he'd probably be like, all right, well, I'll, you know, there must be something why he came all the way from Vatican angle. City to here. Some angle. Where are they going to get out of you? I don't know. Riches. <laughs> I don't think you have riches. The Vatican's got all kinds of riches. They're not interested in your riches. Yeah, well. Uh, it's not to say they, you don't. They've tracked down the fact that I have the Holy Grail. What? You, it's been you who's had it the whole time? People tell me it belongs in a museum. But, but you I, say, no, it belongs no, in my cupboard. In my personal collection. Yeah, I, it, uh, it's what I drink my coffee out of. Yeah. It makes it taste, I don't have to put any uh, cream or sugar in with this it's holy sweet. grail. It's sweet, uh, it's naturally sweet. Yeah. It turns my coffee from bitter to sweet. Man, wasn't it crazy in uh, uh, Last Crusade that that guy didn't, you know, he thought like, oh, Jesus will have the most ornate cup. It's like, do some basic research about Jesus, you dumb Nazi. <laughs> We'll be right back.
This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Check out betterhelp.com slash guide. That was the intro, Tom. Thank you. Life is full of stressors. It doesn't matter who you are or what you have. Your life is probably stressful. Uh, Tom, do you find this to be? I mean, you Absolutely. have a lot. Yeah. Everything's stressful nowadays. You always, you seem very put upon, usually. Yeah. I'm always yanking my hair out. Yeah. You may not be feeling down and out and depressed or like you're at a total loss, but if your stress is high, your temper is shorter than usual, mm-hmm. or even if you're starting to feel strain in any of your relationships, you could probably use the chance to unload. Yeah. You may not even know. Unload the stress and get it out. Talk to someone who's completely unbiased about your life, someone who isn't going to judge you or take sides on anything. When there are things you can't tell anyone or feel like you can't unload to family and friends, you need to unload it, and that's what therapy can be. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Unload the stressors and get some unbiased feedback. You'd be pretty surprised at what you might gain from it. See if it's for you. This podcast, The Complete Guide to Everything, is sponsored by BetterHelp, and The Complete Guide to Everything listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash guide. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash guide. There is so much going on in this world, whether it's stuff you're excited about. For example, uh, the new movies coming out. I'm a big fan of the new movies. Or stuff you'd rather not think about. Like uh, random assaults on the streets. <laughs> exactly. You can't always control the vibes out there, but you can always control the vibes in your head with a pair of Raycon wireless earbuds in your ears. Whether you use them to pump up, wind down, work out, or work, Raycons are my go to for on the go audio. Tim, I use these walking down the street. Yeah. It's a very nice solution. You don't have any wires. Keeping you, getting you all tangled up. I see you strutting down the street listening to the Austin Powers soundtrack. <laughs> you can tell that just by the way I walk, Yeah, though. exactly. Uh, and the new everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. With an improved rubber oil look and feel and optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit, these are impressive before you even start listening. You get three sound profiles to make sure everything you're listening to sounds its best with just the right amount of bass. Pure mode, which is for podcasts, blues, instrumentals, balance mode. Podcast and blues. That's what, (laughs) hey, that's perfect for everything we do here. Balance mode, which is for podcasts, rock, heavy rock, metal, and bass mode for hip hop, EDM, reggae, etc. There's also an all new awareness mode for when you need to listen to your surroundings instead. Raycons offer eight hours of playtime and a 32 hour battery life. There's also a built in mic and you can take calls on your earbuds at the press of a button. Raycons start at half the price of other premium audio brands, but they sound just as good and they come with a 45 day happiness guarantee. Right now, the Complete Guide to Everything listeners can get 15% off their Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash guide. That's buyraycon.com slash guide to save 15% on Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash guide. Tim, to learn more about demons, I went to uh, the place where they all congregate, the internet. Trolls. 
trolls, demons, demons. Ever get a, a mailer oh, demon? Oh yeah, yeah. That's a that's a demon. They're like, nope, not this email. This email's going right back to you. Um, Tim, a lot of people. I so I was falling down some rabbit holes as far as how to summon a demon, which I teased earlier. Right? Would we may or may not. I would like to try it. Tom, are you afraid of demons? Yeah, I'm afraid of demons. Why wouldn't I be afraid of demons? Because have you ever seen one? Uh, not that I know of, but I probably have. I've probably talked with one. What does that mean? Probably some demon made itself appear as like a person or an what animal to me. What powers do de- I don't understand what demons a demon can is. do anything, So Tim. what is the danger? Do they kill people? Sometimes, yeah. Who? Other people. (laughs) Sometimes they possess people and then make those people kill people. Okay. That that tracks. Yeah. I mean, some people say that's mental illness, but, you know, it's a demon. Let those people free. They shouldn't be in jail. It's not their fault, but the demon's in jail. Yeah. Um, But I was really- Good luck locking a demon up, right? They can probably turn into- Sulfur. Or yeah, you're gonna have to lock them up in some kind of a magic circle. You're gonna have to do mm-hmm. something with, yeah, I don't know, maybe like a, a ring of salt or chalk or something. What did the? What was all that stuff in like movies where they put like powder on the ground and then they light it on fire? What's that powder? How can I get that? Uh, hold that, of that powder's powder. probably phosphorus. Yeah, that'll do it. Let's get some phosphorus. <laughs> You'll light the whole thing on fire. I'll make one huge flash, and then that'll be it. It'll be gone. We get some phosphorus. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good thing to put in our audio-only podcast. A little phosphorus flash. No, we could do it as a live event, Tom. We'll get people out. Um, Tim, the one time we tried to use a fog machine in our live show, we were we were almost thrown out of there. Yeah, no, we'll do this. We weren't allowed to use a fog machine indoors. I think we'll do this at like an amphitheater or something. (laughs) Right, all of our amphitheater shows. Tim, there's a uh, there's like a bunch of demons. Some of these demons have names, but demon. It's also one of those things where like demons don't want you to know their names. Okay. They Why don't not? like it. Because like if you know their name, then like it takes some power away from them, I think. Mm. So like I was saying, sympathy That's a good power move. Yeah, sympathy for a demon. Uh because like a lot of demons, they actually can't really do anything to you. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, listen, they can't really do anything to you, at least to begin with. Um so if you give them sympathy, if you're like, oh, poor demon, I feel bad for you. You're a demon. They're like, ah, oh, fuck that. You know, it's like a bully kind of. Right. You know, like it, they're looking for a reaction. If you don't give them the reaction they're looking for, then they don't it like takes that. their power away. Yeah. So same thing, knowing their name, because then you're like, oh, you're not just like a random evil spirit. It's like, oh, I know you. You're Larry, the, the right. friendly demon. Right. But there's one. Atchem, Tim, I think he haunts us because he, he is the demon of Thursday. Ooh. Yeah. Every day has got its own demon, and those demons, they only operate on those days. Oh, well, we got a speed demon. The speed demon. Right outside, Tom. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, we record every Thursday. Mm-hmm. And, uh... For the most part. Achim? Achim? A-C-H-A-M. Hmm. Are we going to try to summon him? Uh, 
don't what jump What does he ahead. do? Will he get like in the wires and like... He might get in the wires. He might even get in the circuit boards. Oh, Jesus. We don't know. Oh, Damn, we might have to not just get new wires. We have to get new circuit boards. This, this is seeming uh, less and less attractive of a process. So to summon a demon, you have to get into black magic. Okay. And Tim, before, before you get all like, oh, I'm not that scared of that. Uh, black magic, magic with a K at the end of it. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Real stuff. Um, Tom, I just read a book about magic, about like uh, underground magic stuff. <laughs> like real magic? Or no, like stage magicians. Ma- okay. Yeah. <laughs> what, what does that mean, underground <laughs> This is what I was, I was intrigued. And, and it just turned out Who that- Who do they do their <laughs> tricks for then? Guess what? The the. The the book jacket kind of lied to me. It was it was mostly about like guys who were on Instagram doing uh, magic on Instagram. Well, that's not underground. That's just Instagram. Magic. Yeah, but like it's like, but nobody knows anything about these guys, and they all have a secret society. Well, obviously, somebody knows something about it. Somebody wrote a book. They wrote about a book it. about it. the guy infiltrated the secret society, oh, and like, yeah, I would have read the hell out of that book. That sounds, but it wasn't good. <laughs> I don't want to speak badly about a book. I did not enjoy the book. It just well, seemed you like say it didn't. It didn't fulfill the the promise, right? Right. Like it, it was selling you on something else. Maybe, maybe that author got bamboozled by a publisher. No, he seemed very. Uh, he was complicit. This is not great. But what I did learn, Tom, uh-huh. is that there's a uh, like a legendary magic shop on like 38th Street in oh, Manhattan. Really? You want to go to a magic shop this yeah. week? Yeah. Is it like, are we going to have to like do something to get in? Like, does it only appear if we like, you know, stamp our foot three times? And... You got to kiss. You got to kiss on camera. <laughs> we have to go to a major sporting event and get on the kiss cam. Yeah. And then you have to show them proof. Yeah, so you we're going to get the to, app. Yeah. You have to show it the to them. The whole thing. But I hear it's worth it. <laughs> um, I would, except like anytime I've ever been to a magic shop, I've been going to a magic shop. So it's like a real weird feeling. Because I feel like, oh, was that a demon? <laughs> Something just moved completely on its own. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that actually was. Yeah. Um, you, I feel like when you go to a magic shop, either it's like, all right, you're either going to buy like some of the kid tricks or like the stuff you want to buy is going to be like, well, that's $2,000. That right. trick. And you're like, well, I'm not actually a professional magician. Remember the time we went to like a professional referee store? Did we? Uh, maybe you weren't there. I went to a professional referee store one time. <laughs> this is the weirdest place I've ever been to in my life. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, just like whistles and stuff. Yeah, just whistles and different jerseys. Huh. And like, that's kind of what, what at the professional referee store is kind of like. I don't know. What's the most expensive thing you could sell here? Like a super fancy referee jersey that's like $150 maybe. Mm. And like maybe you sell a couple of those, but otherwise you're selling like $5 whistles. We're not here to talk about the economics of opening a referee store. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I'm confused about it, but then also like, and there's only one in the entire (laughs) city of New York. Um Yes, I would like to go to that magic shop, but I'm talking about black magic okay. here for a moment. 
Um, phosphorus and whatnot. Beyond phosphorus. I was really... Oh, uh, this is an anecdote that has nothing to do with anything, but you'll enjoy it. Um, black magic critics, typically fundamentalist Christians or politicians seeking their support, see demons inside every album. Oh, this is... I was reading about, um, uh, like, uh, what do they call it? Backmasking? Oh, where they put... Uh, hidden messages in a popular record yeah. that you can hear by playing the record backwards. Right. So like, you know, that's, that's often cited. I feel like not as much anymore, but I'm sure some people still cite it as like, you know, that's demons at work. That's uh, you know, they're working for the devil doing that. Okay. But I had never heard this example in April, 1986, Ohio, Ohio minister Jim Brown convinced local teenagers to burn their records of, TV's Mr. Ed's theme song, <laughs> somehow persuading them and their parents that the reversal of a horse of a, a horse is a horse yields someone sang this song for Satan. Can we get audio of that? I don't think so. I mean, a horse is a horse, and someone sang this song for Satan. Don't have the same number of syllables. Wait, in 1986, a bunch, 1986, of, a bunch of teenagers had to burn their vinyl records. They had of vinyl Mr. records of the Mr. Ed theme song? Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine there was more than one or two weird teenagers at this record burning. But they make it sound like, no, the whole town came out, yeah. hundred, hundreds of Mr. Ed albums, uh, and they, they burn them all. Are you trying to find it right now? Yeah, I am. Tom, how, how could I not? Uh, you, I don't think you're going to be able to find it of Mr. Ed playing Mr. backwards. Th- theme song backwards is I typed in Mr. Ed. <laughs> oh, and that's one of the first things that comes yeah. up. Well, you know, uh, your phone knows you're into the occult. That didn't sound like someone Something sang the song about, for uh, Satan. Oh, I'm getting a phone call. Oh, you're getting. Oh, it's Mr. Ed. It's Mr. Ed from Beyond the Grave. Okay, well, anything backwards sounds like it's Satan. Yeah, stuff. of course. Yeah. All right. So yeah, uh, Mr. Ed, not not part of uh, Satan. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go out and say, this I play- mean, a talking horse, Tom. That's true. Yeah, maybe that's what got this. Uh, Jesus Minister Christ, Jim like, talk Brown. about uh, possessed by a demon. Yeah, uh, this same uh, one of these websites where I was like, he's a racehorse. He'd be a regular speed demon. The speed demon, Tom. Tim, we're not talking about speed demons. Uh, the same one of these websites I was looking this stuff up. They were selling black magic training, and it was only twenty five dollars for twelve lessons. Hmm. But the lessons seem very like. Th- th- here are some of the things they said they would that these lessons would teach you how to manipulate energy. It's like oh, you can uh, do that anyway. Hey, ever hear flipping on a light switch? Yeah, but I'm talking about like energy, you know, with like your hands, like uh, Ryu they and Street said, Fighter they 2. They never said that, though, Tom. Psychic protection. Psychic protection, what's that mean? Being able to protect yourself from like uh, psychic attacks from other black magic wielders. Okay. Uh, letting go of fear. 
I could use that. Well, and that's the thing. Then it gets into more just like self-help stuff. Then it's stay focused on your goals <laughs> and then unleash your financial potential. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should get into black magic. It seems like it could be a positive uh, influence on our lives. I'm just saying there's probably other books that you could read first that would help you with these things before you go about summoning demons to help you with these. Uh, I do do need a uh, financial overhaul. Maybe a demon's just the guy to help me. Um, I was also looking on uh, popular website Quora. You ever go on Quora? Yeah, it's, Quora.com. Uh, it's uh, like Yahoo Answers kind of. Yeah, it's like Yahoo Answers. It used to be, I feel like, a little more uh, like uh, uptown. Yeah. More higher class. Yeah. Not, not these days. No, though. I think it's just. And um, uh, so this one person asks on here. Uh, um, you say Quora or Quora? I guess Quora, because it's like mm. questions, mm. Quora, Quora, Query, queries, queries. Um, are demons real and can they hurt you? Um, and this person, Mark Jones, replied, there is no such thing as demons. And I should know because as a Levian Satanist, I've done a lot to encourage their presence. And he's uh, side note, Levian Satanists do not believe in a literal Satan or in gods, demons, angels, or spirits. The character of Satan in the Christian Bible is to us a symbol of freedom, logic, and worthy imitation. Hmm. So they don't believe in Satan, but they think he's cool. <laughs> I guess is basically this uh, uh, thing. By Christian standards, my home should be a cesspit of demonic activity. When I left the Jehovah's Witnesses, I went through a period of oh, investigating. Okay, I, see what here. <laughs> I went through a period of investigating whether spirits exist. Here are some of the things I did. I've done. He did all these things in his house, Tim. First one, burned a Bible. Okay. Yeah, you would think right away a demon would pop up and be like, "Hello, baby." <laughs> I see you're burning well, we've a Bible. Established that they're afraid of smoke, so they wouldn't do no, that. No, they're not afraid of smoke, Tim. That's what you thought. I'm also imagining a demon is like a Clippy in Microsoft Word, where it's like, "Oh, I see you're trying to <laughs> summon a demon. Maybe I can help you with that. Yeah. You, you're off to a great start burning a Bible." <laughs> Made a Ouija board and used it. Nothing. And then he burned the Ouija board huh. and still nothing. I don't think burning the Ouija board would Yeah. I mean, if you burned a Bible and that didn't bring a demon, they're yeah. not going to be like, oh, but how dare you burn a Hasbro product? <laughs> um, bought tarot cards and used them. Nothing. Again, it's like. That's just. Yeah. I mean, people do tarot cards. It's. I mean, I'm sure some people think it's like demonic, but whatever. Uh, But spent the night in a so-called haunted house. Nothing. What haunted house did this guy have access to? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Look, you're you're not guaranteed something's going to happen if you stay at a haunted house. You know, these these demons, these ghosts, they know when a looky-loo's around. And they're like, oh, yeah, I know what this guy's here for. Don't demons want to be seen? Um, I don't, I don't understand what demons are or <laughs> well, what they by do. by the end of the night. Okay. Um, he hired a witch to curse his house. Okay. He lost Wi-Fi signal for a day <laughs> after that. 
But then Virgin Media informed him that they were drilling through a cable outside and he got a 40-pound compensation. Oh, wow. Yeah, which is not bad. I've never heard of any, like, any time the internet's gone out, yeah. uh, anybody getting compensation. No. Um, so maybe that, maybe it was the devil that, you know, pulled You're that. on the right track, yeah. <laughs> uh, they drew a huge inverted pentagram on their floor in a spare room, and nothing. They read the Satanic Bible and openly called out the names of uh, the different names of the devil. Regularly blasphemed God. Okay. Collected Hindu idols. Uh, use oh boy, use a statue of Jesus to shovel dog shit from my backyard. Yeah, that's just unnecessary though. <laughs> yeah. That's just great. You don't have to bring poop into this. Yeah, that's, look, you're not going to summon any demons. All you're going to do is uh, make Jesus be like, oh, come on, man. Yeah, don't don't do that with cool. one of my yeah. statues. But also Jesus would probably be like, don't have a statue of me either. Yeah. Um, But the worst thing, Tim, the worst thing he did, he used pages of the Bible to smoke his joints. Oh, no. Reefers? Reefers. He made reefers. And there, and this is the one thing out of all these things that he included a picture of. It's like I want to see the pentagram that you yeah. drew in a in a. Show us the statue covered in feces. <laughs> no, not that. But it's just like a page of the Bible, and it's like a lit joint, and it's like I bet that tasted fucking awful. Like yeah. I don't know, you're not supposed to smoke paper that you <laughs> you find in a book or whatever. Um, That'd be a good. Uh, that'd be a good product to sell at a head shop. For, oh, uh, just like rolling papers with like passages from the Bible. Yeah, or just a Bible where like every oh, every page is made out of rolling paper material. <sighs> that'd be a lot of papers. The Bible's pretty long. I know. And yeah. So you could sell it for a lot. That's you true. can get like one of these like um, really militant atheist. Uh, stoner types to be like to save up for months for like the ten thousand dollar. Like, well, I don't know if it would cost ten thousand dollars, but I think, um, bless you, Tim. Thank you, you. sneeze. I wasn't gonna say bless you, but then I was like, well, we're demons, summoning you demons, be, yeah, we exactly. might, you we should probably be extra bless cautious. each other as much as possible at this point. Um, I feel like you could also sell one of those uh Bible stoner papers to like a really religious stoner too. Right. Be like, hey, you've read God's good word, but have you breathed it? Right. Yeah. You can use uh you can use God's word <laughs> to inhale God's herb. Yep. Um That's what they call it, Tom. God's that's herb. That's not what they call that's it. That's what all weed heads call weed. God's um, herb. All right, Tim. Uh, uh, look, we're 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 closing in on the end of the show here. We're getting there. Okay. I'm gonna talk about how to summon a demon. I'm on the uh, occultist.net. How to summon a demon? Occultist.net. Not the occultist. Occultist.net. Okay. I was saying the like you know how I'll say like have you checked the Google.com? Yeah, exactly. That's, that's the. I same was on way. the Facebook earlier. Yeah, and then you didn't have Justin Timberlake to tell you like no, drop the the. It's cleaner. Right. Yeah. It, I'm hoping to summon Justin Timberlake by just uh, <laughs> saying, calling it the Facebook all the time. <laughs> Why summon a demon? Good way to start off a guide, right? Right. Um. 
You know what a good way to start off a guide on demons mm-hmm. uh, would be? What is a demon? <laughs> uh, I think it might explain that in the beginning. Uh, <laughs> but I'm skipping that part. Okay. This is long story short, when summoning a demon, you should always have a good reason to do so. In other words, you want a demon to assist you in some task. Example one, you have a health issue. Demon Boer is known for healing. Alistair- Wait, they're good? Some they're of like them- doctor. There's d- doctor demons. Well, I think, you know, maybe there's a cost. That's okay. Alistair Crowley successfully summoned Boer at one point to assist his mentor with his respiratory issues. This is sounding a lot like Lonely Girl 13 now. What, what happened next is the mentor was able to travel to Sri Lanka and recuperate from his illness. Huh. Um, you want to make more money. You might want to summon Mammon. 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 M-A-M-M-O-N. The demon of avarice okay. is a great option. Mammon. Mammon was. This is all good stuff. Was worshipped for hundreds of years as a wealth deity in the ancient world, especially by Phoenicians, who Phoenicians, Phoenicians, oh the blinds, who were a wealthy trade-oriented nation. Uh, Mammon was also known as the ambassador to England. Is this a real person? We should when, summon this guy. When Let's I summon, it. well, listen to this, Tim. When I summon Mammon. My online income doubled in two months without actually doing anything special. Okay. I will have to see if there's a a demon of patrons. Yeah, the patron demon of patrons. Which demons to summon? Uh, This is the second most important question because not all demons are the same. Every demon has particular attributes and powers. You should summon a demon that corresponds with your roles. That makes sense. If you want to become a sex magnet, Zepar is my favorite. Zepar? Yeah. That's a sexy name. If you summon Zepar, but you actually want to make money, there's a conflict in energy. Zepar will urge you to go out and chase potential partners, but you'll be too anxious or unwilling. We don't need Zepar, Tom. Get, no. Get, move on from Because Zepar. you want to work on your... Well, that's what this guy's saying. Don't summon Zepar. Yeah, we want Mamun. 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 Oh, you can combine demons. How many demons to summon at the same time? Uh... Oh, if you summon demons with conflicting powers, this uh, the we same. We should keep it simple, Tom. The same thing will happen. And they give the example: if you summon Zephar, Mammon, Buer, and Lucifer. Oh, Lucifer is a demon for spiritual enlightenment. I've never heard that before. <laughs> Who wrote this? Did Lucifer write this? Uh, uh, it would create a ton of confusion. Basically, it sounds like uh, you know you get all four of them in the room. And it's like, you know, all of them are alphas. All yeah. of them are big dogs. And they're all like, oh, I want to show up in their big dogs T-shirts. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you can combine Mammon and Bealil for self-confidence and motivation. Both these demons belong to the of the earth element. So they're in good correspondence. Likewise, summoning Lucifer and Abaddon. The demon of the abyss helps with un- eliminating unnecessary things in life. Could work better than summoning Lucifer and uh, Zebar. Oh, and then there's a link to secret Lucifer summoning ritual. Hmm. Where to find demons to summon? Tom, are you just going to read this webpage or are we going to freaking uh, summon How a to demon? summon a demon step by step. Okay, jeez. Every grimoire 
and every magician has their own magical system. We know I'm that. We're magician. magicians. Yeah, we have our own magical mm-hmm. systems, which means that they're not just one thing to do. All these rituals have a few things in common. They are the core concepts, and they're at the root of every ritual. We compare a magician with a painter. Same as blah, blah, blah. All right, here's the skeleton of every effective summoning ritual. Know your goal. Step one. Okay, mammon. We're going to get rich. All right, we're going to get... Well, the goal's getting rich. Step two, find a demon whose power corresponds with your goal. Mammon. Mammon. Enter a trance state to communicate with the demon. Go. Oh, Tim's in a trance. Uh-oh. Give me a second. I got to get into a trance. I can get into a trance. Now I recognize when you're in a trance. You're in one right now. Once you're in a trance state, communicate your desire to the demon and ask for assistance. After Mammon. having received the answer and the ritual by asking the demon to leave. <laughs> oh, that's rude. Yeah. And or leave, do, Mammon. Or, <laughs> and or get on with the task you have assigned it with. So you can also be like, you know, hey, I don't know, I, I need some milk for the morning. So wait, this is this is. I don't know if you can do that. I I added that part. This sounds. Well, I think maybe counter to what I always thought demons were. Demons, you can just summon them and they'll do you a solid, and then you can ask them to leave, and they'll be like, "All right, cool, yeah, I picked you up this money you asked for, well, and like now I'm said, gonna Tim, get out of here. Thanks for your time. I've the, been mamming. <laughs> this guide I'm reading might very well have been written by Lucifer himself. So. I'm just the I'm just the messenger here. Um, all right, so they give the example goal step one. I want to become a powerful magician. Oh, we should have done this goal first. Tom, are we gonna do this, or are you gonna just read from this web page the whole time? It's good. To I know. tried to get into a trance before, and you well, kept you don't knocking even know me how out to get into it. a trance, Tim. I, I get into trances all no, because once Tell I my get eyeballs into, turn into spirals. Once I get into woo- what it what. What a real magician does to get into a trance, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I feel like a real horse's does it ass. require you reading another six paragraphs from this weird web page? Demon. Uh, so this is, if you want to become a powerful magician, Paimon, Paimon, uh, the spirit can teach all arts and scientists and other secret things. He can discover unto thee what the earth is. And what holdeth it up in the waters, and what mind is, and where it is. Enter a trance state through meditation, repeating Paimon's name as a mantra, gazing at his sigil. Sig- sigil? S-I-G-I-L? How do you say that word? I don't know what that means. I think it's sigil. What does uh, that mean? It's like a symbol. Just say symbol. Like a pentagram is a sigil, I believe. Really? Um in this trance state, call forth King Paimon and ask him for advice or answers on anything that is within his powers, and many things are. And then number five, ask him to leave and close the ritual. How to get into a trance state, Tim. This is what you're not doing right. Trans- I know how to do it, Tom. Trance induction is a crucial part of the ritual. This is why magicians use many devices like candles, mm-hmm. sigils, <laughs> Which we're not clear on what those swords. are. Swords, wands. You have some swords here. No, I wish I did. You got uh, rid of all your swords. Yeah, I don't think I. Have... Yeah, no, I had two swords for a while. Yeah, yeah, but the they sword were on of darkness <laughs> and the sword of light. Yeah, which would have been perfect for yeah. any kind of uh, seance, even yeah. though they were from the home shopping network, and they didn't belong to me. 
they belonged to somebody who left them at our our old apartment. Yeah. And then I just had them for a long time. They like followed me around. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not the worst thing in the world, having a couple of swords follow you around. Mm-hmm. Um, mage robes. Uh, which I've been meaning a to robe. get anyway. Well, mage robe. That's yeah. Like a- that's I like know that'll be nice... cool, but I'm thinking of just in general becoming a robe guy. Yeah, so you'll be wearing like a Terry... Char- Charlie Rose kind of <laughs> perfect example. <laughs> so you'll be wearing like a terry cloth or silk robe, and I'll have like a big heavy mage yeah. robe. We'll be quite a pair, Tom. Um, it's also why rituals should be performed in a quiet, isolated setting. Scary places like graveyards or ancient ruins are used for the same purchase purpose. Uh, the mind is everything, and it can transport from mundane reality to the magical reality where you're able to communicate with spiritual entities and perform magic. Okay. Uh, and then I just go, oh. So uh, go to a graveyard, go into a trance with a sword while wearing a uh, big heavy robe. That's a start. And then you just ask Mammon for money. Well, no, Tim, you got into a trance state. Here's some of the That's other. That's what I'm. Well, listen, here's some of the other ways you can oh get into it. God. Repeating a mantra, so like meditation, uh-huh. just focusing, uh, using a demon sigil, drawing it on a piece of paper and gazing at it or visualizing it in one's mind. Right. So you don't even know where the sigil is. How are you going to I know in practice how to go to a Tom, look at my eyeballs. Oh, they're yeah, they're spirals. They're spirals. Okay, you are in a trance. Yeah. Oh, all right. You're acting very normal for being in a trance. That's how good I am at being in a trance. I'm in a trance usually, Tom. (laughs) Um, Using theta frequency binaural beats. You ever use binaural beats, Tom? Yeah. Gives me a headache. I think I put it on too loud. I use actually, uh, I use this website, (laughs) brain.fm. Yeah. But it's more for like they're not necessarily like binaural. Listen, stop laughing at me. <laughs> oh, signing up for black magic lessons—that's not funny. But using a website called Brain Oh, no. all of a sudden, the laughing stock of the village. Uh, it's basically just like uh uh. uh Ambient music, like atmospheric oh, yeah. music, like you know, no lyrics, and uh, you know they they claim they've got. I don't think they say that as binaural beats, but it's like oh, it matches with like your brain waves yeah. and stuff. Yeah, because I remember like you know, does it work? Do you feel yourself getting smarter? No, I just use it to like focus, and it works pretty uh, good. Okay. Um, like while I'm working, I'm, I'm listening to them right now. <laughs> um. I remember, though, like, binaural beats, like, when MP3s became a thing, it was like, you know, listen to this. These binaural beats well, is what it feels like to be on cocaine. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. And these are what it feels like to be on LSD. And it's like, whoa, you're telling me instead of buying very expensive drugs that are dangerous, I can just put this on my iPod? Well, I'll give it a try. You know what I'm afraid of with binaural beats? I'm going to look them up Getting on like- Getting so uh, high on binaural cocaine? No, uh, pranks, Tom. I'm afraid that I'm going to look something up on YouTube and I'll be like, binaural beats, right? And you put mm-hmm. it on and then let's, it's going for like five or six minutes 
and then it does like that uh, scary thing where it makes like a really loud noise. Yeah. 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 It would be scary. Yeah. Yeah. So Nobody you should check put the those reviews. Up. Yeah. Um, but sometimes people get scared and then they just want to play along. They want other people to also suffer the way they have suffered. <laughs> other ways to get into uh, uh, a trance like state, Tim intoxicating substances. Well, you're halfway there, man. But what about absinthe? Remember when absinthe was like a big deal? Yeah, for like a minute. And then people were like, oh, you know, they're legalizing it, weed. All right, yeah. <laughs> I'll just do that. <laughs> um, what is, what's the deal with absinthe? It's, it, it's green. Wormwood. Yeah, it, but like they were like, oh, it makes you trip balls. No, it doesn't. It's just well, alcohol, like right? wormwood's hallucinogenic. So, I, like, some absinthe can be hallucinogenic, I think, mm. or, like, mildly hallucinogenic, or possibly strongly. But I think, basically, like, I don't think you really get that in the U.S. Right. But a bunch of people were like, look, we made it with probably all the same shit, but just, you know, we took out whatever. I don't know. It, it always seemed just, like, you know, a little too steampunk for me. Yeah. A little a little too Marilyn Manson. He has his own absent brand. Does he? Yeah. But it's green, right? I think yeah, I think I think like all the good stuff is green. Yeah. yeah. Um sexual activities. Right. Tim, you may have heard of this. A little phrase called blood sugar sex magic. Is that really a thing? Yeah. Oh yeah, like black magic. A lot of it's like sex, where it's like you gotta be like doing doing the chanting and the rituals, and then like at the moment of orgasm, that's when you say like you know Beelzebub, come forth, right? Because there's like sexual energy I'm coming not interested out. Interested in this aspect of it. <laughs> Implementing ritualistic items, swords, wands, a scrying mirror. I don't know what that is, or a crystal globe. Huh. And then, you know, just finding a silent, magically potent We're not going to do this. We're not going to be able to summon a demon. Um, you lied to me, Tom. Well, how do I know if your ritual is successful or not? There's no clear agreement on this point. Well, when, I mean, if you saw it, I would say, sure, sometimes it's successful and you might not know. But also, like, if a demon appears, you can't be like, eh, but he didn't follow your wishes. Right. It's like, still a demon popped yeah, so up. That's, summoned it. That's, yeah. a, that's a success in my book. If you ask for financial help from Mammon, it doesn't matter if Mammon didn't appear to you during the ritual. That's good, because he didn't, right? No. Uh, what matters is whether you became more financially successful in the upcoming- bank account. <laughs> All right, yeah. Go check your bank account. See if anything changed. Did a positive change that is out of the ordinary occur in your financial life during this period? If it did, you were successful. Hmm. What's the answer? I'm looking it up. <laughs> is there any, any mysterious deposits that have uh, occurred? I mean, here's the thing. This I feel like they're going to take credit for things. Like, uh... Well, that's demons for you, yeah. Right? Like, I think, are they going to take, uh, oh, uh, interest earned. Oh. $1.76. But, like, I think that was going to happen anyway. But where'd that money come from, Tim? My savings account. But where did it ultimately come from? The ether? You didn't put that money in there. The bank, I think. The bank put it in and there. And who told him to put it in there? I think we, we had an agreement. 
they would pay me a certain amount of interest on mm-hmm. money that I gave them. It might have been mammon. This website has other good articles. Packs versus summonings. Packs? Evocations versus invocations. Ten demons that magicians summon for revenge. Ooh, I'd like to hear about the revenge <laughs> demons. Maybe we'll... <laughs> I'll take that answer off air. You can also um, uh, uh, request a ritual. There's a lot of people online nowadays who will do rituals for you, you know, as long as you pay them, which is pretty cool. I don't think that used to be the case. Like you used to have to, I don't know, hang around the hobby shop until you found somebody willing to do a ritual for you. We can ask around at the magic shop. <sighs> that might get us thrown out of there. Why? Black magic, Tim? They might be like, we don't do black magic They'll probably here. say like, how dare you? We don't do black magic here. Get out. And then they'll be like, all right. But then if we stay for three yeah. days... Then outside like, come in yeah, yeah. Well, and then right. we'll go to this whole it'll open up into this uh, whole other thing yeah and they'll be like this is a uh, a joy buzzer but it's powered by black magic yeah now uh, take this statue and <laughs> scoop up poop with it <laughs> and then you don't have to pay yeah and it's like, on is the that house. your card <laughs> is your card the ace of diamonds if you like the show, you can find out more at tcgt.com. Sign up for our Patreon, patreon.com slash complete guide. This week, Books of Podcast, we're finishing up The Andromeda Strain. You remember the name of the book? Yeah. Sometimes uh, you don't remember the name of books you I read. always think it's Andromeda Andro- or Andromedia Strain. Uh, Andromeda. Andromeda Strain. Uh, I finished it. What did I think about it? You're going to have to pay to find out. <laughs> Patreon.com slash complete guide. We're not giving that gem away for yeah, free. You, you get all the back episodes, too. You can also get uh, episodes early and ad-free. <coughs> Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash complete guide. Follow us on tr- on Instagram, TCGT. Follow us on Twitter, at complete guide. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal, Tim. And follow Maimon into the underworld. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. I wouldn't trust Tim like real talk if if I was like, look, we're going to do like a whole demon ceremony. I got us some mage robes. Mm-hmm. I got us some things to burn. Maybe I like hired a person. Would you be into that? Not not into it. And if you were not into it, would you not be into it because you were scared or because you thought it was lame? Depends. Are we monetizing this in this <laughs> scenario? <laughs> yeah. In this scenario, it's a Patreon exclusive. Um, potentially. No, I think I would be, at that point, the more um, like uh, equipment and other people mm-hmm. involved and paraphernalia, yeah. like, I think that's when I would start to get maybe a little spooked. Like, uh, Maybe we should think about it. You you just don't like uniforms and things like that. Yeah, I think that makes it real. Yeah, well, that's what the advice is that they're like, don't half acid to, you know, make a whole ritual, get the candles out and everything. Whole acid, baby. I think my honest take on all this stuff is not interested. And I think because it's like, look, I think it doesn't work, I think it's not real. But then, secondly, if it is real, that scares me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I don't want to be involved. So it's like, yeah, you know, 
not necessarily take your pick. I think ultimately it's like, ah, I think it's like silly and a waste of time. But then it's like, hey, if it's not silly and a waste of time, then it's scary. So exactly. I don't want to do it. Yeah. So it's like we're, you're either going to waste your time, which yeah. is not a compelling way to do it. I mean, we do this every week. So right. Yeah. Or maybe we should be summoning demons. Or, or a demon comes and then like. I don't know. Turns out uh, that kid's dad was right this whole time. Yeah. What if instead of doing this podcast uh, every week for like the last decade plus, uh, every week we just tried to summon a demon? Do you think we would have succeeded by now? I think we got that Malcolm Gladwell ten thousand hours. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think we'd be. I think we'd be like palling around with the demons by this like yeah like it would barely take much effort at this point every uh thursday to summon mammon or whoever yeah like people would be like you can't summon demons i'd be like oh really and a demon would appear and like put a pie in the person's face or something i'd be like uh you want to try that one again some of my best friends are demons you piece of shit and i'd be like uh pay Show him. Yeah, and then he'd go, ooh, chick, please. <laughs> Wait, the demon one? No, 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 your friend. My friend that I'm taking out for dinner to convince that I can summon demons? Yeah. And what yeah. if my friend was like, uh, I'd sell for if you could just summon the waiter so we can get the check already. You ever been at a, been a restaurant it takes forever to get the check? I know what that's like. See you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.